and people are actually paying to listen to you in Australia. I bought liquor in Highersville because of a nigga in Australia. Get the fuck out of here. Like, why would I not do this? Why would I not do this? As drunk as I like to be and as much as I like to talk shit, why would I not? Why would I not? Like, that's, it's, it's, anyway, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you could make it through. Hi, Logic. Let's do what we gotta do. Holiday yeah. Hangover cast, baby. Oh, God. Welcome back. Shake it oh, off. Oh, God. Ain't y'all tired of turkey by now? <laughs> if, Ain't y'all tired first of, of all, that if anybody has turkey in your fridge right now from Thanksgiving, throw that shit out, man. Okay. We- okay. I'm going to talk to the real ones right here. You got that deep freezer? <laughs> Let's talk about this turkey Come in January. On, man. Let's talk about this turkey. If you a real one, you know you got that deep freezer. Mama, somebody got that deep freezer. It's half a turkey in that joint. You gonna be eating later on. You know what it is. It's all up. Hook up the turkey sandwiches on the dinner rolls, you know? Mm-hmm. And then turkey soup. And then turkey <laughs> skittles and turkey whatever. This this gonna be turkey out. Oh man. For sure. Oh. Well, it's good sure. to be back, man. Logic, it's good to hear your voice again, bro. Man, it's 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 great to be back just for the listeners, man. It, it, it's been so many things going on behind the scenes with everybody that's a part of it. And and we're just so thankful on our own in the Thanksgiving spirit. And I know it's over, but like, you know. Yeah, we in it. It just feels I'm... good to be back in the house. It just feels yeah, good to be absolutely. back home and talking to my brother, and talking to the fans and the supporters and the listeners and the haters and everybody like Thank yeah, you we guys. talking to the haters too. We embracing y'all too. Oh no, I need hate. Y'all listen more. I need hate. I need hate. I need hate. <laughs> All right, Love can only get me so far. I need. Let's hate. talk. Hate let's talk about me. that. Let's talk about what you see from this NFL in the week twelve in the holiday week. You know, we didn't get to cover right. it. So. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's real talk short. About... Real sweet. We just Go gonna ahead. give you a little bit of week twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if you've been following the other eleven weeks. You know where I'm going to start. <laughs> By all means. The cool thing is that the name can be reversed and it's even cooler. Like That's how you know your name is cool, when you can flip it and it could be even cooler. So you know what's cooler? White Mike. <laughs> Ain't that cool? Ain't that cool? You tell me that's not cool. That's cool to the motherfucker. That's white. Motherfucking Mike. Oh, my that's God. that one barber at the black barber shop that cut better than every nigga in there. That's White Mike. You know what he doing? That's just, Mike just White, in case my man. Nobody understands what Logic is referring to. He's re- he's re- uh, referring to the uh, newly endowed quarterback of the New York, the newly old quarterback, the newly old. The I guess. Jets. I, yeah. I mean, he's been just... there for two years. Been there since Gase. Yeah, been there <laughs> two years. Gase product, been there. He got the start against the Chicago Bears. Three hundred plus yards, three give, touchdowns. Yeah. Was... Give, give him a give him a report card. How you how you feel about this uh, white Mike? This is my report card, and right. as a Jets fan, I want to speak to all the other football fans, all the men and women out here that support the teams. It's not the Patriots, and you know, not this, and not you know, like you know. The Miami fans, the fight, you know, when you see it and you see that your team might have it, 
there's like a certain level of excitement, but then there's a certain level of like, well, I don't know. I've seen this go wrong before. And I thought we had it before, but I don't know. What I would compare this Mike White thing to is what I talk to when I talk to my friends in Washington, D.C. that are commanders fit. That Heineke guy, I still don't think we know how good he actually is. I don't think it matters. I think that team likes that guy, and they'll give that guy 100%. And whatever happens, they win it. Yeah. And I think that's what Mike White is bringing the Jets. The offense is giving a hundred percent. The yeah. offense doesn't have to worry about conversations of did we leave, you know, leave, or, or or did we hurt the defense, or did we leave the defense behind, or did we let them? De-? No, no, no. The offense is going to give a hundred percent, and it's not always going to be great. I know who Mike White is. I've seen his movies. I I I'm aware. So I'm not here to tell you Mike White is the next Tom Brady or the next whatever. I'm yeah. just saying that seeing that offense is excited as I've seen that defense all year. True. That's what I want. That's what I want is excitement on both ends of the football. I want okay. excitement, and they're excited. They enjoyed, and it was the Bears. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. going to say yeah. like we beat, you know, an immaculate team, but we did beat a professional football team. And we are the Jets. So, you know, 26 days ago, everybody was talking about we wasn't a professional football team. So, you know, I agree with you. You got to kind of, and just, and just, you can't block. move the goalposts, right? No, no. And you can't, you can't disrespect those numbers, you know, because uh, quarterbacks in this league are going to lead the team. Like, it's still a quarterback driven league. That's why they're getting paid Absolutely. so damn much. And when you Absolutely. can throw 22 of of 28 passes, you complete 22 of 28 for 315. In the rain. Yeah. In the rain. For 315 in the rain. and three touchdowns. And guess what? In the rain. Zero interception. That's the biggest number. In the rain. Zero in the interceptions. Rain. Yep. In yeah. weather. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm going to let my brother Joey G, you know, reposition the conversation. But it's nothing better than seeing your team compete. And some of the things as a Jets fan that I've seen in the previous weeks, I've talked about it. There's been some very painful and bitter podcasts that I put out to the fans, and I apologize for that. But I was personally hurt. My brother Joey G knows that last loss against the Patriots, I considered not being a football fan anymore. Like, I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just, I, I wash my hands of this. I have too many other objectives in my life to care this much about this. And my brother Joey G was like, no, nah, don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. You love it. And I'm like, no, but I, but it don't love me. And we had a conversation. And then White Mike appeared. So, hold out hope. And look, before we, before we gloss over the fact, you know, uh, there are other contributing factors to this offense because, you know, I'm not really familiar with uh, Bam Knight, you know. I, I, but, I'm but very had, familiar. You yeah exactly he he did I'm very he, familiar he averaged five yards a carry you know but that's what happens when there's a threat at the quarterback position that's mm-hmm. what happens when you're not just packing the box to put pressure on a quarterback knowing that if you put enough pressure on him he's gonna make a bad decision for anybody that's actually a Jets fan out there I have my social media we'll talk at the end I'll say some things at the end and put the socials out 
for the group. And you can definitely, you know, come on the gram and kick it with me on suggestion if that's what you're about, or fucking Jess if that's what you're about. Whatever you're about, holla at it. But one of the things that you realize is for me, I'm not against the other kid. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against the other kid. I'm not ever gonna say his name again publicly, but I'm not against him though. I'm not against them. And if you go back and listen to the previous podcast, I've never been against them. No, no. It's more never. I never trusted him. Yeah, trust. Yeah, yeah. Faith, trust. Right. Yeah. But I've never been against him. It's like your dad. You know, like, I don't really, you know, what's my dad? That's the question. But here's the idea. Having somebody like Mike White that can stand back there in the pocket and deliver precision passes 16 to 17 yards out changes the way that your offense produces itself because now you can open up the run. Now you can stick to the run. Now you can Amen. Amen. have runs of two yards and three yards and one yard and seven yards. And, you know, like you can push it because now there's a threat of the pass. Right. And so I'm just excited that it seems to be a threat of the pass. And I want to be clear. And then we can move on. I don't think the threat of the past is because Mike White is automatically a better quarterback. I think the threat of the past is that the offensive players on the field fuck with Mike White more. Mm. That's what I think. And that's just a dude who sits on the couch, drinks a lot of beer and watches the game. I see my I see Garrett Wilson doing backflips in the end zone, multiple touchdowns. He's gonna get a big bag. He knows his bag is this guy, not the other guy. Like if I wanna get paid and I wanna live my lifestyle the way I wanna live my lifestyle, I gotta hitch my thing to that dude. Because the other dude don't get the ball to me. Can't so get the ball I'm to me. Right, right. So then the running backs, it's like boom, I don't get to tell anybody I'm getting five yards of carry. So I don't get to, you know, position myself. It's 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 feast to be feasted upon, and so a lot of times when we say you know certain characters enjoy such and such quarterback or such and such coach or such and such or such and such, it's self serving. Let's keep it real. It's self serving. Everybody out there trying to eat, everybody out there trying to live and do the best they can do, but everybody there knows exactly how the system works. And how the system works is you hit your wagon to the thing that's going to get everybody paid, and it's looking like it might be Mike White. So I'm with it. Okay, all right, and, and and he's got a, a hell of a test coming up this weekend in week thirteen. Oh, the Vikings! I'm excited about <laughs> yeah, it because we yeah. find out, like we get to know, we uh-huh. get to know because the Vikings are really, really good and also really, really overrated. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. On one, it depends on which cousins shows up. You know, like that. That's as far as they go too. They they're the thing about Kirk that. Cousins is as much as a Jets fan as I am. We're having mm-hmm. quarterback controversies and all this other goofy stuff is happening on my Minnesota don't have that problem. Now you might not like Kirk Cousins all the time, and Kirk Cousins nope. might not always be the best every time. But there's very few quarterbacks in the league that you could actively get that you would trade Kirk, Kirk Cousins for right now. There's very few that you could get. Like you can't get certain people. But the people mm-hmm. you could get, you wouldn't trade for Kirk Cousins. You wouldn't trade San Francisco quarterback for Kirk Cousins. You wouldn't. Not at all. Not at all. Not and, and, Kirk Cousins and given, is, and given his Kirk body Cousins. of work, you know, uh, uh, and and skill set, I would have to call that that young man he throws the ball to quite often. 
a number one wide receiver. I Justin mean, Jefferson is Mr. JJ. <laughs> JJ is probably the best wide receiver. I don't know. It's it's just so many different things that you can judge receivers on. Right, right, yeah. But it used to just be year, catches and yards after carry. Right. But now it's like all these other like it's phenomenal. Yard yeah. Yeah, okay, he got that. You got, got that. that. You go. That's clear. He got that at the bat. That's clear. Jamar Chase, you know, he fell off a little bit. And I'm right, sure he's hurt right that, now. But, yeah, um, but he was up there with it. Um, yeah. What's his name for? Um, the Dolphins is, yo, old boy from the Chiefs that went Char- to the Not the Chargers, the Challenge. Like, they keep naming these L.A. teams all these weird names. Like, the Challengers, the Chargers, the Apparatus, with the Rams. What's the other white bike? He the white Mike for the Rams. Oh, Cooper Cup? You talking about Cup? He got hurt. He, he was he was one of them too. Like he's, I gotta he give was. him credit. He one of them too. You know, I'm just talking he about one this of them in the season being in the week 13. You know, Justin Jefferson yeah. has has done yeah, some no. amazing things on the field. And you know, I remember you took time. Like we we had to you know we had to go back a second. We had to talk about these yeah. these Vikings because you you're right. No. They they need and they I need stand by it. And I stand by it. And I stand by it. I remember that conversation. I'm thankful that you brought it up. I, I, I said, if I can remember correctly, not to quote myself, <laughs> but just to say that I, you know, there's only so much alcohol that goes into these pods. I remember that I said, I know everybody, you know, in the news media and ESPN and all these other channels ain't telling you, Minnesota, you got a good team. You got a good team. I'm, yeah, yeah. But are they going to win at I home like I against like the Jets? Cook. I like just. I like what y'all got on. D. I like the way y'all play. <laughs> no, no, because I'm a Jets fan, and I believe, I believe that in a good position, I think their offense is uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, but our yeah. defense. Travels well. It's yes. awesome. Yes. And we travel well. Yes. So and if that matches up and that equals up, be this game. offense that we have now, I don't think their defense will be ready for it. I don't think they'll be prepared for it because it's not something that they've that you don't know we're opening it up now with with a guy who could deliver passes and do different things. And you know, I think he hit what, eleven different targets last week. Like yeah. it, you know, he's 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 running the offense fully. He's been here for a while, so he knows the offense. He knows the playbook. It, it's just a different thing. I think if our defense can match their offense at any level, and then our offense can push, we should get the win. But I think it's going to be a great test, and I think that's what you want: is good test. Mm. Okay, I- which I've also said before. Absolutely, and the only thing I'm going to say on in reference to the Jets is. I'm so glad they didn't put Wacko back in. So glad. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very afraid about I was that. Afraid I actually that was Wacko on was going back. I was on when I got the I got like a <laughs> Twitter thing that said like, oh well they had a team meeting and the team just found out that old boy said, yeah, he ain't starting. And I'm like, okay, so I get on the internet immediately. If you do not start Mike White, like I'm starting to turn in these jerseys, bro. Like it's over now. Like it's over. If you go back to Flacco, what you're saying is we're throwing. And that's no offense. I'm not saying he's 
horrible person. I'm not saying he doesn't love Jesus. <laughs> and I don't think there's anybody that loves football that says they want their football team either. So everybody should be able to be okay with that. It's all right. I wanted Mike White to be out, and I might have spoke on this three or four podcasts ago. But I understand that because I'm a Jets fan. That's that's a deep dive, and and you know some of the listeners, you know, they might not care about that. So like I'm not gonna go into it, into it. But if you're a football fan and you're listening to the pod, first and foremost, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And number two, you saw what the fuck Mike White did, so you know what I'm talking about. Like you know why I'm excited right now. Like you know, <laughs> and you know why this Vikings thing creates that excitement because now we're talking about being in an arena with teams that, you know, regardless of how the media feels, are established teams. The Vikings are established. They're going to the playoffs. That's a playoff caliber team. Everybody knows this. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows this. It's without a doubt, without any type of objectives or anything. They're going. So we, we get to test ourselves. The only thing that will be better is if we could somehow play the goddamn Patriots you want to read that? Rewind that one. Oh God, I always do. Uh, all right. Well, let's go in from your team to mine, and and we'll go into this Cowboy Cap conversation. Um, let's do it. The Cowboys had a twenty-eight to twenty win against the uh, Giants on Thanksgiving, and you know the clamoring is back. You know now the biggest thing, and I, I don't like conjecture, but you know because the Cowboys won against the Giants now all bets are on OBJ to go to the Cowboys. Like, that's what they're saying. They're focusing their efforts. You know, OBJ was just caught in the airport, sleep. Apparently, the flight attendant kicked him off the flight. All of that is distraction, right? What, 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 yeah. what it comes down to is Jerry Jones it saying... Sounds like Dallas. Yeah, it's... Sounds <laughs> like Dallas. If we talk about distraction, that brings Dallas <laughs> to the forefront. Yeah, unfortunately, it, it sounds like a regular cowboy conversation to say that oh, there's some wide receiver in turmoil. Let's talk about that instead of what's going on in the field. Mm-hmm. Back to the field. Um, those yeah. of you that still say I'm, you know, I'm going to be negative about the Cowboys. Well, you know, it's just um, it it's a, a habit that has been set up from the damage of the markers of my past. And if you talk about Cowboy past, it's been seven and one. It's been six and one. It's been the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL every year for the last at least three, four, five, maybe since 2016, maybe since Dak came in, that whole thing has gotten another resurgence from the Tony Romo fluffing that happened uh, years prior. But yeah, that's where the wounds come from. And that's where my stance comes from. This engine is only as good as it is right now. So right now we have to say the Cowboys are eight and three. Right now I have to say they're playing good football. You know they're gonna every division opponent is gonna play you tough. You know you're always gonna be in like a you know they expected another forty point win or something. You know thirty thirty whatever we won against the Vikings. They expected another win like that because the Giants aren't very good. Um, not very good, but not very talented. I'll say. Anyway, you know, you didn't get that. They're a professional football team. They're, they're a professional football team that plays you twice a year. Your division games are always harder. Anyway. Every time. You know that in December we have three of them. We have to play mm. Philadelphia, the, 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 the commanders, and 
you know, or we're done with the Giants now. Yeah, but we have, yeah, Philadelphia and the Commanders have to be the last two games of the season. The way you guys play each other. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So there's still time for this thing to go off the rails. Um, This week, however, in week 13, we have the wonderful pleasure of being the Sunday night game, for reasons I don't know, against the Indianapolis Colts. And the Texans are the next week. So Indianapolis Colts and Texans are are teams that you should not lose to as a playoff team. If you're a playoff team, you shouldn't lose to either one of those. So in this Cowboy Cap conversation, I'm just going to lay it out. I don't have a dog in this fight because the stats alone should tell you. The talent on the field should tell you. The better team coming into these next two weeks is the Dallas Cowboys. If they fail to win, then they, they fit my narrative. If not, then, you know, I eat crow because in December, that's when it gets weird. That's when it gets funny for Dallas. They can't win. They don't win. And for whatever reason, they have the most talent and don't do it. So that's my Cowboy Cap conversation. Logic, if you have anything to add, do so now. Um, the cool thing about the Cowboy Cap conversation and one of the things that my brother Joey G does at such a high level, such an excellent level. It shows you the insight of the mind of a real Cowboys fan, somebody who's loved the Cowboys for a long time, who's mm-hmm. really, you know, a Cowboys fan, and who's triggered, and who has pain. But I want to talk to the Chicago fan. Okay. I want to talk to the Miami fan. I want to talk to the Carolina fan. I want to talk to... Houston fan. I want to talk to everybody who's a fan of the team that ain't never on TV and don't nobody know what the owner doing and he ain't in the background with like, no, no. The beautiful thing about the pain of the Cowboys beautiful thing, the, the most tastiest morsel of the pain is because that you recognize that they're trying to prove the pain to you to make up for all the success that holds them accountable to because at any time, they could have got off this bus. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. Except the rest of us ain't holding on because of the wins. We <laughs> love our team. Win or lose. Yeah. We have to go through what we have to go to. But the guys <laughs> like Joey G, they have that day when they went to seventh grade. And they team had won. And their dad bought them a jersey. And they had secrets. And they had it. And the rest of us don't. So now in 2022, excuse me, 2022, we have to listen to this guy, whose team is eight and three, try to explain to you what he's sad about. <laughs> he's sad. His team is eight and three, but that's not ever. Because you know, last time we was eight and three, we lost. Cause, yeah, because that's yeah. It's funny. It's some funny shit. It's some wild shit going on. It's hilarious. It's it's like being the victor and the victim at the same time. It's hilarious. <sighs> it's hilarious. I love it, and I I respect you for it. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think. I think the boys, I, there's never a time where I've ever been on any podcast with you and we've been talking about the Cowboys. And yeah. I felt like they were going against a team they couldn't beat. That's never been the issue. We never had that conversation about they couldn't beat them. Last time we had conversations between me and you, Joey, too, yeah. when we felt like the Cowboys couldn't win, it was like, what, Quincy Carter or something yeah. like that? It was years ago. The yeah. issue was never the Holy talent. Holy shit, Quincy Carter. The issue wow. was never the talent. The yeah, issue, yeah. Is ne- it's been a long time. Yeah. Since the issue 
with the talent. Mm-hmm. You just never know what they're going to do. You never. just never know. Never. There, there was a viral know. video uh, this week with know. Philadelphia. Somebody went into Philadelphia uh, while the uh, the Eagles were playing, and they asked the fans that were tailgating, they asked them, uh, and it was all guys. They asked all the guys, they said, for a three-peat, for Philadelphia to win three straight Super Bowls right now, would you let the team sleep with your significant other? And everybody, every guy on that viral video said unequivocally, she can sleep with the Philadelphia team, the Ravens, the Chargers. Yeah. She can, yeah, for a three peat, yeah. for three yeah. in a row. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Because a three in a row allows you to sit in 22, 2022, (laughs) excuse me, pardon me, 2022, and sit in a position of eight and three and already see how it's not going to work. That's what a three P can do for you. I'm a Jets fan. The last time my team won a Super Bowl was the first time they ever had a Super Bowl. I don't think my mom was alive. You can't find that shit on YouTube. I can't find two mm. cats playing the piano oh, of Steven Spielberg scores <laughs> from new movies of Star Wars and they didn't even come out yet. I can find that on YouTube right now before I can find like a full game of the Jets winning a Super Bowl. You you can find a couple passes and a really nice coat. That's all you can find. Like you can't find a game because it was before anybody even thought we needed to hold these recordings. The people who recorded it at that time were so excited they didn't even keep it. Like I don't know, they just got so drunk they probably I don't know. What I'm saying, and just to wrap it up, what I'm saying is the beauty of the Cowboys organization, the beauty of the Cowboys as a function of sport, is just that it allows people to engage in both sides of the coin without having to be honest about either side of the coin. Like, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. (laughs) It's nice. It's sweet because you can remember Uh going to school and not caring about football. But the Cowboys won. You're like, fuck it. I like the Cowboys. Okay. But you don't remember no boomer Esiason. You don't remember like the shit that the Jets fans like. It's just not, not that story. And we can go into the Ryan Leaf thing and other things. But let's take it. I let's I now now we got to talk about their longtime rival, the Cowboys' longtime rival. And you know I'm a, I'm gonna get off it, but it used to be the Redskins and the Cowboys. Forgive me for using the name, but that was the rivalry, the Commanders and the, the Cowboys. Commandos. The Commandos. The Commandos is not a rival. <laughs> That's not a rivalry, but it may be again because. Uh, the Skins, um, the Commanders, I'm sorry, beat the Falcons uh, in Week 12, 19 to 13. But more importantly, they're now 7-5 and five going into Giants Stadium this week. I said something earlier about that. I yeah, said you, something you, earlier you, about that. They made the switch from Carson Wentz to Hanukkah. And when they made that switch, uh-huh. the team didn't change. The players on the field didn't change. The only thing that changed was the excitement. It just got immediately more excited. And guys are playing as hard as they can play. And the only thing that I've ever known in my entire life, I've never been a college football fan. I'm not from nowhere where college football is important. So it's never been like my thing. I don't like dreams. I don't like people doing things for free. I don't like anything like that. So it's just not my thing. But as close as you can get to the college football atmosphere of rivalries and stuff like that, 
is the Cowboys in Washington. And what I know is that any version of Washington can be any version of the Cowboys at any time because that's the rivalry. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what makes it what it is. That's what's exciting about it. That's what's compelling. Most people that's not, you know, in the DMV area, anything like that, you know, sub-south, below, you know, I know there's parts of, you know, South Carolina, and, you know, a lot of people that, you know, didn't grow up with, like, the Carolina Panthers and they live, they Washington fans because it's extended way past D.C. Mm. Mm. They know there's been nothing more exciting than Washington Cowboys game. And I'm willing to say that it'll be exciting this time. So, like when it comes up, when it happens, Absolutely. it's going to be exciting. So That's what makes it a rivalry is it doesn't matter about the roster. It doesn't matter about the record. It's, uh-huh. it's about the intensity that happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Heineke was, uh, you know, nothing to write home about. He was 14 of 23, 138 yards and two touchdowns. He did throw a pick um, in that, in that Falcon game. But since our resident New York giant fan is not here, I will have you. Shout out the bill. Shout out the bill. Give me the outcome of this game. Do you think that the, the commanders can go in and take it from the giants? Pause. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly do. I think what we saw from the Giants early on was a team that could find a way to win. And recently, right. that 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 time has kind of run out. Like you know, the the realism of what they are as a football team has come to kind of show itself recently. And I think the idea of what Washington thinks they could be is coming into reality too. So it's like you're meeting a team that's going up a little bit while you're meeting a team that's coming down a little bit. But the coolest thing about the NFC East is none of the shit that I just said matters. They're going to play. They're going to play hard. It's going to be a game to watch. It's, 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 it's always a game to watch. It's, Absolutely. It's all, it's in all my Giants fans, y'all know everything I just said about Washington is the same thing you could say about the Giants versus that or the Giants versus Washington. Or Washington versus the Eagles, or the Eagles versus you know, it, it's that's the beauty of it. That's, right. that's what we're here for. So okay. I don't know how it's going to go. I know I'm going to watch. Absolutely. I know I'm going to be in the thing. Absolutely. So, so my my last question about this: the the teams that are showing themselves to be better than we've seen them in past. You know, we mentioned the Commanders, the Jets, of course. You know, y'all are what seven and four? Like, yeah, again, yeah. Again, yeah, should be nine and fucking two. Should be nine and two. (laughs) Should be nine and two. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. We don't have to go back towards that. What else you got? I I just want to know in in this realm of uh, Tua, the Dolphins, they're eight and three. Uh, there's been, you know, back and forth this season. Like at one point, they weren't playing so well. I think they dropped two games back to back. Um, and and there was a question, and then there was no question. And then suddenly everything clicked. But the Dolphins play the, the 49ers this week, which I think a will great be a test. test. That's a great game. That's a great test. That's yeah. a great game. That's a great yeah. game. We, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see it live because um, 49ers have a great defense. And, yes, uh, they do. This, yeah. <laughs> and a capable offense. They're capable. 
I mean, you know, we we go into this Garoppolo thing and these other things, but they put some things around and make it capable. Like it, it's very capable. You, you, there's some things over there. If you gave it to the Jets, we'd love it. So like, I'm not gonna sleep on that. I'm not gonna sleep on that. So, so have you seen any Dolphin games this year? Have you watched? Yes, you know? I've seen three or four Dolphins games because of the environment and because you know, the same way that you know a lot of people endorse and enjoy the rivalries that happen within the NFC East. I enjoy the rivalries that happen in the AFC East. So, okay. like, yes, I, I've seen a couple Dolphins games, right. and so I know you... that the Dolphins yeah. are pretty much the Vikings. Of Florida, like they like, Ooh. you don't talk about them how you need to talk about them, and you don't know right. what to say, but you know the talent is there. It's there. It's mm. there. They are. They are there. They are there. But they're the Dolphins, so there's always a part of you that's like, well, they'll find out. Yeah, it won't work. Da, 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 da. But if you're a Dolphins fan, I know you're excited. I know you love your squad. I know you love what you see every Sunday. Like I know you love it. Because I would love it. <laughs> I'm a Jets fan, so I love a lot of things that's right. not lovable. So, like, <laughs> if you were a Dolphins fan, get excited. Get excited. You guys, you guys got talent on both ends of the field. For real. Tua turned out to be what y'all wanted him to be. Hell of a turned out to be that. He's making the good decisions out there. He, right, and, and the decisions are much easier. Mm. Because of the talent that he has around him. And that's what makes quarterbacks good. That's why I hate quarterback conversation. Because we judge quarterbacks on their own and not about, you know, not in regards to the talent that's around them. The talent that's around Tua. That's great. It's It's great. It's wonderful. It's a plethora of guys that can get separation. It's a plethora of running backs. That if you worried about them guys getting separations, I get you a hundred yards. Like it's, it's 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 they they got it. So we'll see. All right, all right. In the interest of the fourth quarter, where the Knicks are tied with the Milwaukee Bucks right now, oh God. I am going to have to here sh- goes somebody. <laughs> I'm going to have to show. I just want to ask you real quick your 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 top two teams in the NFL right now at this moment. The top two, if you have to be honest with yourself. Top two. Top two, if I have to be honest with myself. And this doesn't really have anything to do with record. It just has to do with what I've seen. I think that the two. Oh, this is. Can you give me yours first? Like, this is hard. Like, this is difficult. I'm just going to go off what I've seen so far. I don't think that Philadelphia is that beatable. Like, they had lost. That that loss they took, you know, (laughs) come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I, felt fluke, yeah, and it felt yeah, weird because it was they, Philadelphia. So you're like, they're supposed to lose all the time. No, not no more. No, like, no, no they, they, supposed they, to, they yeah. had to lose. They had to lose one. Okay, that was a one off. Yeah. But yeah. still, when when your quarterback can have 120 yards on the ground and it not even be 10 minutes into the second quarter, I, what game is out of reach? What what can't you win? So you you got a quarterback that's that's making good decisions on the football field. You got talent all around him. The running game all out of, of control. Uh, out, out of control. control. Right. Out of control. And the defense, man, they look hard. Yeah, you know why the defense 
hasn't been tested fully yet because the offense doesn't let them down for real. You know, there's no way to test them. Yeah, there's there's no no way way to to test them. them. You don't have to get You don't have to make points for us. They're not a defense that has to create offense for you. Mm, They don't have to put you in no good position or nothing like that. Like they, all they have to do is come out here and stun on niggas, and that's what they do. They come out here and stun on niggas. So that just be some extra shit because the offense. You're right. It it it's it's already making it happen. So it's not like you're looking for the defense to like get you out of situation. Absolutely, absolutely. And and then my second team is is Patrick Mahomes and them. And I and this is so hard for me because I hate Patrick Mahomes. I don't like him for no reason that has anything to do with football, which is my weird thing that I do to players I just don't like. This is this is why we have a podcast, and this is why we're brothers. (laughs) I understand everything you just said. We had a podcast a long time ago about uh, Michael Joy. And at yeah, the end of it, yeah. I think I explained, I just don't like shit like that. Like, I just don't even like shit like that. Like, I just don't even like shit where everybody just like, that's that shit. And even people that right. don't know about the shit just right. automatically say that's that shit and they right. Like, I don't, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm looking for the other guy. Like, I need right. something else I, I don't to root like for it. that's compelling that I can watch grow and change and fail and win. I'm not looking for that story. Mm -hmm. Mahomes is that dude. And we know he's that dude. We know that. Everybody know that. Yep. He's jumping up. He's putting the ball through his legs. It's like going in the right places to Kelsey. They took Tyreek Hill from him. And the idea was that if we take Tyreek Hill from you, we're going to figure out who both of you are. And what we figured out is both of y'all uh, probably Hall of Famers, yeah, both of you. Like that, it just—I don't give a fuck where I put Tyree Hill. I don't give a fuck what it, you could throw to all the McCole Harmons in the world and still win game. That I'm just saying, yeah, the kid is dope. Yeah, the kid he is. is dope. Yeah. I fuck He's with dope. the kid. He he got a Super Bowl. He got a chip. There's things I can't take away from that brother, right? I also but, don't uh, care or like that guy. I don't. I don't. And I get tired of hearing about him. And I get tired of hearing about it. It feels like Aaron Rodgers all over again. I'm going to hear about this nigga for 45 years and how great he is and how the team ain't good, but he just got him. I, I, ugh. Ugh. Even even Tom Brady, you know, don't I, – I can't – there's nothing there. I don't care. Seven chips, I, I still I, – there's nothing I like about Tom Brady. I, don't, I can't do it, you know. I thought if he switched from the Patriots that I would like him more. Dah, still can't stand him. I'm a Jets fan, and you know who I like? Eli Manning, because he beat that nigga. I like Eli Manning because he beat that nigga. I, if I had a Hall of Fame vote, would put yeah. Eli Manning in the motherfucking Hall of Fame just for beating that nigga. Because whatever you want to say about Eli Manning and whatever you want to say about Tom Brady, when I saw them compared, I saw two different things. And Eli Manning had the other thing. And that's the thing I like. Like, I don't, the Tom Brady thing, I get that you could depend on it. I get that it's quality over time and mathematical. Oh, I get all of that. I like the Eli Manning thing more. So right. that's just who I am. But, as a but why do I have to like that? Why do I have to bow to, you know, Tom has seven Super Bowls and he's been to 10 of yeah. them. Yeah, he's like the LeBron of of NFL championships, except, except wildly not even comparable athletically. Like <laughs> you're like the LeBron without any level of athletical. <laughs> but you just like there's no level of you having carried anybody anywhere. <laughs> and part of that is because of you know the way football is and the difference between football and basketball, but also 
because LeBron was the first round pick, bang, and you was like the seventh round pick, and nobody knew who you was until you know, like, you know, it's it's a lot. And this is no disrespect. I, I no, 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 as a Jets fan, fun with respect just... Tom Brady more than I respect anybody. I respect him because Listen. he maximized his ability to the most. And that's so why I, I said him. on the field, it has nothing to do with them on the field because Patrick Mahomes on the field, like, well, how can I take anything away from him? He's got everything. There's nothing you can take there's away. Nothing, there's, he, nothing, there's nothing right. he can't do. And uh-huh. It's almost annoying to watch it. It's almost <laughs> annoying to watch it because you're watching a dude who literally shows up to the game and decides – there's 65 years of ways to do this. I'm going to do it a completely different way. You're going to be mad. And just when you think it's done, I'm going to run for 27 yards too. Cause, and then slide because, you know, like I'm smart. It's like, ah, damn it, you ain't even get hit. Like, fuck, like, you're too much. He's too much. Oh, He's God. great. He's great. So I see why you would put him number two. I personally right. would put the Eagles at number one for sure. Right. I would definitely lean number two to the bill. I just like what's surrounding the thing that I don't like. Okay. I like Josh Allen. I appreciate Josh Allen. I know that, you know, in a pressure situation, Josh Allen is going to revert to the Josh Allen that we all know him to be, which is a Tony Romama close my eyes, throw the shit hard as I can and see where it goes. Like, that's him. That's who he is. And, you know, everybody like gunslingers. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah shot. Like, that's how that goes. Like that's how the shooters that's how the shooters go. You gotta miss some to make some. And he going he gonna throw it. He's gonna make a decision. You didn't, you know, you could have just went for seven yards, you went for thirty-six, threw it in the triple coverage, and now, you know, like it happened. But I do like the <laughs> Stefan Diggs of it all. I do I, I just I like what they have on defense. I, I I like how they're set up. And I know that the only limitation that they have is that their quarterback tries to do too much versus Kansas City, where in order for them to do anything, their quarterback has to do too much. That's the only way. That's the only way. There's no other person on that football team that will do anything that's more than what that quarterback can do. And so I don't trust that. So I got to put number two as Buffalo. Shout out to New York, too. Shout out to New York. Buffalo. We love it. Hey, man, it's been a hell of a cast. Thanks for coming back for the holiday hangover cast. We in there, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over, and it's been everything. Thank you for joining us, folks. Listeners, 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 just so you know, me and the boys, Joey G, Bill, F, Sincere, you know, the team, the squad, like, we just saw this thing that got posted by Spotify and we really got to see the numbers. And I feel like I could speak for all of us as a group of guys that's just trying to create something and put something together that's fun and exciting. Looking at those numbers, it just blew me away. It just blew me away, the growth and, and, and the level of development and the level of the struggle that went, you know, through timing and getting everybody right and sicknesses and health and jobs and children and wives and this. I was blown away by those numbers. And I think I can speak for everybody involved in the Logic Over Everything podcast and say that it would never happen without you. It would never have happened without you. It would have never happened 
without Australia. And that's wild for me to say. Why? I've been to Australia. I enjoyed Australia. I fucked quite a couple bitches in Australia. And that's another story for another time. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I never realized that the dream that I had for mm. myself told publicly with my friends and create something where we could do something would be sponsored by people in Australia and several other countries in the West. I want to say this publicly, and I'm saying it on behalf of everybody, and I hope that nobody that's part of the group feels like I'm speaking out of turn, but I feel like I'm authorized to say, we love you, we appreciate you, we do what we do because you're there. You care, and so we force ourselves to care. We force ourselves through all the situations that we have to go through to get this thing going. We force ourselves through because you care. We could not do this without you guys, without you ladies, without you supporters, without you listening. We, we, we would not be here. And so, you know, I know it's after Thanksgiving. I wish we could have done it directly on Thanksgiving Day. But the logic over everything podcast, as a unit, as a group, as a motherfucking company, we're thankful for you. We're thankful for you. You're you you're making our dreams come true. So thank you. We are.